0: Welcome to another episode of Studio Insights. Thank you for tuning in and thank you team for consistently making this time available for us to talk every week where we just get to learn from each other and basically do development out loud for the internet. So I know it adds value to me personally and it's fruitful and just inspires me to do things differently. So it's nice to create this space and I just wanted to share that as well. Like thanks for the commitment team, but also people make it a priority because it does really help. Um, all right, so everyone's got a question to ask someone else so we can learn from each other. Victoria, I know there's been a little bit of rumbling around who wanted to ask this question, so, but you, yeah, you definitely were up late thinking about this question and proved the evidence. So <laughs> what is your question this week?
1: Well, my question is for you, Kim. Um, So last week you attended a design conference that went over a few days. Um, Hannah and I didn't make it there and I'm not sure if like any of our followers attended but I just wanted to find out from you like what the most like interesting things you learned there were and what kind of like tips and learnings you took away from it.
0: Yeah okay. Um, So it was a graphic design art uh, conference so it was outside our industry. But lots of transferable skills. So I went there to go think differently, um, and create the space just to think outside of our little Belvista Studios world. So my main takeaway was: um, so the speakers were people that owned graphic design agencies, um, branding agencies, or they were artists. So someone that just like liked doodling, and now they do paintings in exhibitions, or they do photography. Um, or they do video so a very creative space and my main takeaway from it was to with all energy and cells in your body to be unapologetically you and pursue that with pure intention so yeah just be You 100% of the time and in all aspects of life and the life that you want to live will exist for you. And it's that simple. Like, I know it's not that simple, but it is that simple. And that was like the big takeaway. All of my notes are all around that. Like, there wasn't anything we should be doing differently as a business. Like, we're ticking those kinds of things off. How we work as a team, like, we're already ticking those things off. But the big thing i took away from it was just to be your authentic self and that's where the true passion and joy and the most fulfilling existence of life comes through
1: so yeah
2: <laughs> that's hectic
1: <laughs> i do kind of feel like you are already like that though like mm. i get i do get that vibe from you anyway Definitely. So do you think you learned like more about how to do that? Or like what kind of stuff did you write down? Was it just like a good reminder for you? Or...
0: Um, I think I de- definitely do show up that way in most aspects of my life. But personally, I do feel like no one would probably know it, but I have it within me. I'm like, oh, I'm not always authentically me. Like sometimes I suppress myself in situations or in conversations and i don't really want to do that anymore and then also um i think sometimes like i can get uh impatient and fatigued by not being recognized for how amazing i believe we are so like i believe we're doing amazing things and we're putting like even these videos and stuff like i just really believe in what we're putting out there and sometimes i look at other people that aren't how do i put this i'm processing one moment please (laughs) computing (laughs) um I'm very conscious, I know personally, of not comparing to others and I don't watch other stuff in, because I don't want to fall into that trap of comparison. But I truly believe that we are amazing and sometimes the results I set for us as a business and myself as a practitioner or as a human being, I don't hit them on time. And when that happens, I can get a bit fatigued or like disheartened I'm like come on um so what I think there but and all of it is coming from that place of that authentic true we're doing this for the right reasons like the business exists because it's like I wouldn't be doing anything else all that kind of stuff so it is a nice I think life you go like that and sometimes like When you're down, you need to have things like this space to remind you and see that inspiration around you of other people that are doing true to themselves and getting the results. Mm -hmm. And then you go, oh yeah, remember, just be true to yourself. Because it can be easy to go, for example, we haven't got a client signed this month, like what we need to make money. And then fear comes in. And then you start thinking differently. So your conversations... Mm -hmm become fearful so they're mm-hmm. instead of on a phone call where you're actually trying to solve the true problem for the client you're trying you instead because you're fearful you're like I need to sign the contracts so I need to be sales mode now so mm-hmm. and that that really plays out in a way that is inauthentic to me personally and I get off that and I'm like oh I don't want to be that salesy person mm-hmm. and then I'm like oh this is coming from a place of fear so then I check myself and I'm like, just be true to yourself, you know, human centered design for learning design. People do want that. They appreciate it. The right clients will come because when I try to force a transaction for in this instance, just talking about sales and contracts and projects that we work on, when I try to force that, it, it, we're not the right fit. The client is looking mm-hmm. for something and mm-hmm. we have a different belief and it always goes smoothly but it doesn't have the impact on the world that we want. Mm. So if I can, I hope I'm not losing people now because I feel like my brain's all scattered trying to tie this back. But what I did get from that was really, if you are true to yourself and you can capture yourself and it was a good reminder to remain true to ourselves as Kim Tui and as Bell Vista Studios, because what we are doing is brilliant and we are brilliant human beings. And people appreciate that about us. Keep going Mm -hmm. and be patient. And then you, the value of being in that environment was people that were being true to themselves about their weird abstract artistic style that Mm -hmm. in school teachers were like, you are never going to make it like you're a waste of space. And they were just like, but I freaking like it. And they didn't listen to those voices and they just kept doing their thing. And now their little squiggle is the logo for this company and it makes them the money that they make and it's taken them around the world doing things that they love and they've never had to have a job because people appreciate them for who they are. And it's all worked out. And also the perspective of when I set goals for myself and the business and I don't hit them in the duration of when I want us to hit them. Like I might be like in the first quarter or this financial year and I don't hit it. And I can then hear stories from others where it's like, this has taken me 10 years to be to this position. Or I thought I'd do it in 12 months and it actually took three years to get here. So it's a little bit of a reality check to go, don't give up, keep being yourself, just be patient. And, ev- and when I reflect back, then I go, yeah, every time I have been patient, we've been true to ourselves. The right thing that has been so amazing for all of us has shown up and it's been brilliant. Mm. We just had to wait a little bit longer than me because I'm, I'm like, let's fucking go. Like we're so amazing. Let's go, 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 go. <laughs> you know? So it's just a nice reality check sometimes.
2: Mm.
1: That's
2: so cool. It reminds that- me of, you know, like there's like, I can't remember the exact what happened, but it's like Walt Disney had to have so many yeah. meetings with banks and got like turned down like a head, like it was so many times. I can't remember the exact figure, but like how incredible has he done and the impact that he's had on the world and it didn't happen overnight. Like he did get turned down so many times. And there's so many other stories. I think like, Meryl Streep got told that she was like too ugly to act when she was like auditioning and now she's like the most incredible actor. So it's just like, like examples of how, like you do, like, I agree with you. You do have to just keep going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you do like, that's the problem with comparison. That's why I'm really conscious personally of not comparing. Like I don't have social media accounts for personal stuff because I don't want to expose myself to a place where I am trying to be something I'm not Mm -hmm. and when we compare when we see people out in the industry we look at them the industry in the world so it can be personal or professional but we look out there and we look at them and we say they're doing great why aren't I there Mm -hmm. and we forget that it's actually been this grind and like we don't you see us on the internet for like A one hour show every week, but you don't know the other like 39 hours of the week that we Mm work, plus like the outside life stuff as well, you know. So Mm -hmm. it that comparison is so false, and we have to be really careful of not comparing because we actually don't know the realities of what's happening behind Mm -hmm. the scenes and how hard someone's working, or how not hard they're working, or how they got to where they are and the grind or the pathway that they've taken but we just see this thing that they've chosen to publicly put out there and then we go oh I'm inadequate because I'm not there and then it leads to insecurities and all these Mm -hmm. things so I think if we can just go what do I want and is this just a, a really nice thing actually a question to ask is just because I can should I do it
1: Mm.
0: Should I have that too? And the other question is, um, do I at the true core of my being want that for myself? Or is that something that's being pushed down on me from an outside influence of the thing that I think I should be having, Mm. or the place that I think I should be at? I can read out like some of the key notes if you want that might like come from a different angle and be a bit more like practical or quote fo- focused for people or and you guys Do you want me to do that or yeah,
2: that'd be cool I love <laughs> what you shared though like that is like the core of it I feel <laughs> like that's so if people can do that and be like unapologetically themselves and keep pushing through like that would have such a big impact on so many people's lives I think hmm And it's not easy. Like it sounds easy, but it's not. (laughs) So I feel like you do need to like pull yourself up if you are comparing or you are agreeing to things that you don't agree to. And like, it is a mindset Mm. I think you have to develop.
0: Yeah. And I think there's so many things in life and it can be very overwhelming, but I, Mm. this is where I think instructional design helps you be a better human being because life is complex and What does instructional design do? It simplifies the complex. So if I think about this, you're saying it's a mindset. It is a mindset. So how do we get the one, how do we simplify the complexity of the world? There are certain things that we can do that allow it to be way easier to apply one behavior in all situations and all circumstances Mm. that get us the result that we want. So it doesn't matter about the context. It's the behavior we need to train in ourselves. So if you think about the example you were just sharing there, Hannah, it's like um, a simple strategy that will apply to any um, situation to be your authentic self is, does this add value to my life for me? Yes or no. Hmm. And then you make a decision and you move forward. And the next thing that comes up does this add value to my life for me? Yes or no? Because what does that eliminate? If we ask that question, the perception of, but what about, um, so for example, um, you want to catch up for coffee with a friend and you're like, Oh, but they like have a kid, they're going to be busy, blah, 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 blah. blah. So then you don't invite them. And then you don't have that, that drink or that coffee with your friend. But if you just said, Would catching up with my friend add value to my life? Yes or no? Hmm. Yeah, it would. Because I like them. I want to have that company. Okay, invite them. Hmm. Because they have the opportunity to say it doesn't work. Or fuck yeah, it adds value to my life. So I'm getting a babysitter or someone's minding the Yeah, You know, so if we can simplify life like that. Another question that I always, so I always think about, does this add value to my life? Yes or no? And now that I have asked that for years and now I've got more specific because I am trying to get more to my authentic self. Mm. So it is the question, does this add value to my la- life for me, mm. for no one else? And it's not a selfish thing. It's a place of self-love because when I love myself the most, I can be the best version of myself. And that is role modeling good behaviors out in the world. And it gives permission to other people to be the best version of themselves and so on and then we become a better human population Mm. the other question that i quite often ask is what does love look like in this moment you're Mm. in an angry conversation or you're feeling like frustrated at something traffic whatever it might be you just say what does love look like in this moment and already your energy shifts you know so i feel like it allows you to get out of that not good energy take mm. the moment to respond in a way that is better for you and whatever else situation context you're facing and mm. that's how you, life can be made more simple and you can be more an authentic version of yourself i believe love it, love it. that's how i've applied instructional design to my life <laughs> um, okay i'll go through the notes quickly like of any that might yeah. stand out um, so oh first one Don't compromise on you. Follow your truth. Be unapologetically you. Um, You create the opportunities. Don't let the fears or experiences of others become yours. Reflect on that and act on it in a way that adds value to your truth. So basically, this was me listening to three days of talks, and these are the notes that have come out of it. Um, Do you put your blinkers on to others. Only do what's important to Belvista Studios and us as individuals within the team as humans. Be driven by that alignment of the right things for us will naturally attract to us. And we've definitely found that out to be true. Um, Co-create, it gives ownership to the audience who know their problem best to maximize impact. Designers are culture creators and momentum drivers. Live off your passion and interest, pursue it with purpose. Uh, Let you and your work speak for itself. Wherever there is stress, there is lack of trust Uh, two questions to ask for yourself did that energize or deplete you another question is why are you not taking responsibility for your self-care next thing trust and focus on the process to shift your mindset from insecurities that are showing up for you do you and the path will clear onto a vista that is the perfect place for you trying to get poetic there I must have been um, <laughs> rise above your environment you don't need a degree or formal training you only need a personal cause work with those that value you for you and allow you to be you as a practitioner believe in yourself design is communication adapt don't take it personally solve problems for a more human future re I think it says reboot and generate Um, be relentless on you embrace ambiguity here's a question do you think that to be true or do you think that to be true because others do be deliberate in what you create everything needs a purpose Uh, be a pick and mix practitioner don't be restricted by disciplines use what you need to achieve the goal design your training solution so it is a utility, be an activator, just begin. Um, This is an important one. When we, from an industry perspective, when we undercut the value to undercut a competitor, we're talking about pricing here, Mm. um, we are actually devaluing our industry and skills as a whole. So just have a think about Mm. that. Don't try to undercut on price. We're devaluing our industry and the skills that we have. And we are a core essential um, utility for the future of humanity. Uh, Only you give another person permission to make you feel bad. Mm. People come to you because you have something they don't value yourself. Don't be afraid of feedback. It makes things better. Your tribe will find your identity. Reimagine, redesign. Be your own acquired taste. Must've been poetic again there. (laughs) I don't use that word, acquired taste. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Create emotional connection. Design to make change. Do Do you do things for attention or the right intention? Influence people to do better unblock people through solutions so I think there's a lot there that's awesome. save this one Mm -hmm. write your own notes yeah so it was that is it and I think we do do that really well Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and it made me really proud of us because I think that came up a lot like around a lot of our decisions uh, in the business and the work that we do and how we focus our energy and how we work together I feel is really reflected there. And it made me like proud of how we work together as a team and made me really proud of you two. Um, And I think like you are both really good role models in being your authentic self. And like, we all have like areas where we're really strong and not good at it. And I'm sure you're going right now. "Mm, I would like to be able to put up boundaries in this aspect of my life. But like, I think that you both are role models for me in that aspect of being authentically you and going no that's not right for me and therefore I'm going to say something or do something I think that's an incredible quality and characteristic and behavior to have being so young in early in your journey of life as well so yeah that was that was the answer to the question Vic unless you have any other (laughs) (laughs) follow-ups but I think the value is like create the space to be inspired and reflect yeah yeah thanks for
1: sharing that was good that was really cool. It's yeah. one that I may add
2: <laughs> stood out to me because when you sent your notes the other day, I was like, it's been like front of mind for me and I feel like it's added like a lot of value. And mm. it was the don't take it personally, just adapt. Mm. Because I feel like sometimes if, and I'm sure it'd be for lots of people listening or watching, like if you're working on something, you can become like very proud of that work. And when you receive feedback, that's like, that's not quite right or that wasn't up to standards in the past and probably still now, like I'm working on it, but I can take it personally and have like an emotional reaction. Mm. And yeah, one of my goals is get to a place where I don't take it personally and I can see it as like, these are the steps I need to take. And it's about like improving and getting better and Mm. seeing like a positive thing, because it makes me think of Tom Bilyeu talks about, he has, does the impact theory. And he talks about how over time what he's been really good at is he doesn't he can self self <laughs> I can't say it. Self <laughs> self-soothe really well. <laughs> I definitely cannot say that word. Um, so if something goes wrong or someone says he's done something wrong or he makes a mistake, he can get through that really quickly. So rather than feeling upset and giving up and it takes two weeks for him to get back to normal, now it can be like a couple of minutes and he's like back yeah. into the swing of things. And he said that is an incredible skill to have and that will enable you to be successful and do what you want to do in life. So I think, yeah, that one really stood out to me. And I think it's a really important one for people to learn because yeah. you move so much quicker. Like you've even said it to me, Kim, like if you just stopped being hard on yourself and talking about everything you've done wrong and being upset about what's gone wrong, like you'd be, you'd progress so much quicker in your journey.
0: Yeah,
2: so yeah that's my little insight it's cool yeah, I can't say self can you guys say that word self self soothe
0: self soothe I can only we've had time to practice now one year. <laughs> we're like you better not ask that question <laughs> um well what's interesting about that Hannah is um like going back to you know that can sound hard to do oh just adapt and move on Um, but if I think about what is the practical step how do that's complex right to do because you're changing the mechanics of your Mm. human being and the habits you've had probably since you're a little girl and whoever's watching as well like so what that really is is going is this me say it's a piece of work right it's your storyboard it's a poster you've made is this me Or is this just something that I have put together? It's because what we get stuck on is we identify our own body as the Mm -hmm. product. The storyboard Mm -hmm. is Hannah Grennan. The poster is Kim Tui. So when someone Mm -hmm. gives us feedback that we don't want to hear Mm -hmm. around that, we go, oh, me as a human being is not good enough. I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. I'm not valued. I haven't put it out. So we need to be able to separate the work that we produce um mm-hmm. as not our identity so the question to ask is is this kim tui right now or is that something that came out of me that i produce that is a separate entity mm-hmm. to me and then you don't have that emotional it's not like you're fucking. Oh, i put my heart and soul into it <laughs> like you don't say that anymore you just yeah. go like and we do put our heart and soul into it but we go We put our heart and soul into that piece of work and that work exists out there now. It's not a part of our body.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Another thing Tom said was he identifies with rather than being like saying, thinking he's smart or thinking he's creative, he calls himself a learner. So in all situations, like it's not negative because he's like, cool, I'm a learner. So that means I can learn more and that fits in with his identity. So it's like a good like I'm trying to do that too, seeing myself as a learner and not thinking like, oh, I'm a bad designer because I did that wrong. It's like, cool, I'm a learner. Let's like keep learning and get better. And it's much yeah. like easier, I think,
1: mm-hmm. for me yeah. personally
0: anyway. Yeah, it's just a change in language, how easy it is mm. to accept yourself for where you're at. Yeah. That's cool. I like it.
1: Love it.
0: Can you awesome. guys say self-soothe before we move
2: on? I actually can't do that. I've never not been okay. able to serious. So, I feel like it's pretty so easy. Easy. I think yeah. <laughs> There's, There's something wrong with
0: Definitely thinking. some alliteration <laughs> going can on. Practice that word. <laughs> Next studio insights <laughs> The question <laughs> will be, Hannah, can you now pronounce? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are you satisfied, Vic, or would you like to explore that hmm. question anymore or respond um, to anything that's come up? No, I'm satisfied. Any reflections?
1: Um I, mean, I feel like I'm still processing it. Fair enough. But I think we do all like we are all good already at being authentic. But yeah, I guess there's like little things that it still comes into. Mm. <laughs> where mm. where I do like hold things back or
2: <laughs> how much yeah. you hate me. <laughs> Like, God, I'd love to tell Hannah how I really
0: feel. I think even, (laughs) like, for me, sometimes, like, it's as simple as, like, I want to express my love for you guys more and my appreciation for you more. But then I'm like... (laughs) don't yeah there's this, like oh, is you're that really appropriate judgy. yeah like, I, like first of all you're i know you're going to give me this awkward reaction then you're going to deflect and fucking come back at me and be like oh you're so amazing i'm like no this is your moment to be appreciated so shut the beep up um and then like so all of that stuff fucking comes through your head so i can't even be like i fucking love you guys and i appreciate you heaps and I just think we are incredible and wonderful because all that shit goes through my head. So now I'm just going to be like, ah, see you later, shit in my head. I'm going to be like, no, I'm feeling this now and <laughs> expressing it. So and that is also what I mean by sharing and not suppressing. Yeah, I love that. I can, I
2: relate to that. I feel like sometimes I want to say like nice things, but I'm like, mm, nah, I don't know if it'll, <laughs> how it'll go down. <laughs> but it's true. You just don't, like, you just say what you feel.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Love it. Here's the space now, Hannah. You feeling it? No I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can ask your question. Let's move on.
2: Okay, so my questions for Victoria, and so just for anyone listening or watching, if you don't know, Victoria makes like incredible animations in Beyond, and like I 100% believe that. Like what she has been producing for our projects has just been like. I'm like, that is so cool. And you do it, like, I feel like you get it done so quickly. Like you had animations you had to do yesterday. And I was like, oh, that would take forever. And you got it done in one day and looking at the animations, I'm like, they are so cool. So I wanted to know from you, like you've been working in Vyond for a little while, like what insights or tips do you have to develop like you do in Vyond and like get the most out of the program? So for anyone who doesn't know, Vyond's like an animation program that you can use.
1: Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) God, I don't know. I need to think about that. Like, how do you do it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess, Hannah, help her understand what specifically you like about her animations. Why is, what aspects of it stand out to you as really Um, good?
2: Well, I feel like they're, like, bright and engaging. Like, the way that things come onto screen is almost, like, very, like it's like being in the cinema or seeing, watching like a Disney movie or something. Like the way it comes onto screen is like really, really cool. I love how like the characters, you always seem to be able to like make them really on brand. So depending on the client that we have, the characters like look like that client's employees, which I think is really cool. Um, I guess the way, I don't know, like Cause I don't know how you do it. I don't know what makes it amazing, but it's just like the whole thing together. I'm just like, oh, it's so cool. Like, it's just really like engaging.
1: Um, well, I feel like it kind of is like human centered design. Like when I get the script for something, I look at like, I break it down into like sentences or whatever it needs to be. Like sometimes if they're long sentences, there might need to be like a couple of scenes. And I just look at like what each part of it is saying and think what would that actually look like? In the real world, mm. um, because then it's obviously going to be easier for anyone who watches it to relate to it and yeah understand yeah. like what we're trying to show. Um, so I break it down that way first, and then like create scenes for each little part of it that I think represent it in the best or like most realistic way, um, so people would like understand it even if there wasn't necessarily voiceover. Um, mm. I guess. And then, I mean, for the brightness, I guess it does depend on like the client's colors. We have had yeah. some good,
0: <laughs> we've had
1: some bright like, <laughs> <nice> Style <laughs> guides recently, <laughs> um, so that makes a big difference. Um, and like, like I'll look at the client's website usually as well, um, and I can see what their uniforms look like on there if they have photos of their staff. And then I just like make sure the characters I use match that as close as possible, so you can tell like who might be a worker and. Who would not be? It be. Um, even looking at like what kind of, like what their buildings look like. If it, like if it's an office, what kind of office is it? Mm. That kind of thing. And just trying to like replicate that as close as possible. And I do kind of like map it out like that first, once I've broken it down into the scenes, I just like chuck the people in that I want in there. Might, I might pick like a background, but not actually add anything else to it. Mm. And then once I've gone through the whole thing, I've kind of like mapped out how it's going to work. Mm. Um and once I'm happy with that, then I go through each scene and I'll add like say so if there's a like office background, I might add a desk and like a filing cabinet and all that kind of stuff, move the people around like where I need them to be. Yeah. Um, and then I can add like we might want someone walking across the screen or we might want someone to like pop up in the corner mm. um, and add that and just play around with the different effects and transitions yeah. until it moves smoothly and (laughs) yeah um I guess like there is always something happening like I try not to have scenes where there's just nothing like no movement or nothing changing for too long because I think that's when you do get a bit bored and I guess it looks less like an animation and more like a I don't know like a PowerPoint like it's just like going from like slide to slide um yeah <laughs> like even if, and there's somewhere like it might just be one person on screen but then like I'll make sure the background has something mm. moving in it like if it's a pattern or something where it might just be like zigzags that go like yeah I don't know have that kind of movement just have yeah, something yeah. um because not like I guess not all scene I guess not all scenes are necessarily going to be like full-on scenes where there's actually something happening like it could just be someone standing there talking or Hmm. Like a short little snippet of something. Yeah, um, and I've seen like you can
2: put in like actual client images, right? Like you can upload mm-hmm. their own like diagrams and
1: yeah, it's, like, a cool idea as
2: well. I've yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So like- I guess like when I'm trying to incorporate stuff like that, um, I don't just want to like put the diagram on a blank screen, even though you could. In like some times it works okay like that. Mm. Um, but if I have made animations where there are characters in it, like I might have the character walk on and pull down like mm. a black a whiteboard or something and it's got like the diagram on it or they might be looking at like a notice board in the office but there's a poster on it and the poster is the diagram because I mm. guess that might be how they would see it in real life. Like there's not usually just things like popping up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess just thinking of like little ways that you could – incorporate like mm. something uh, yeah I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no that's cool that's it's like, how I really
2: yeah that's awesome the other thing was you've I've seen you do like um like the comics mm. and you have mm. like it'll be like a scene and then there'll be like a circle and someone will be like and it looks mm. like comic style like is that an easy thing to do
1: for people or um yeah I feel like with beyond it's pretty easy to achieve once you have an idea in your head of how you want it to look Um, so when I was creating the comics initially I just went on Google and typed in like comic strip and I looked on Shutterstock Mm -hmm. as well just to try and get some inspiration of like for how things Mm. um could work and for the ones I was creating because there was only kind of like there was only going to be like two scenes per comic strip so a lot of the designs I looked at and the examples I looked at wouldn't really work because they're kind of like a full page where it like jumps from Mm. Like, there's multiple different scenes in it. Um, I ended up just playing around and Beyond and, like, it worked well enough to have, like, a background like that, <laughs> where it's, like, the yeah. full scene and half of it's got people on it. And then I just had, like, a shape slide on to, like, cover halfway. Yeah, that's and, like, cool. the second scene was just on that. And just having it, like, the shape wasn't, like, a full-on... Uh, what's the shape like a square or rectangle like it had like a bit of an angle to yeah, it so because cool. a lot of the comic strips that wasn't like just square 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 it's like all different shapes that mm-hmm. then fit together and like put the scenes within those um that's awesome. yeah <laughs> that's awesome well well done I've loved what you've
2: produced it's been like awesome like I've been impressed mm-hmm. so it's very cool <laughs> I wonder, kim, like, it'd, be cool, it'd be cool to show people kim like just one comic strip because i think it's such a great idea for beyond
0: we are going to do an episode on the rise courses that we've made recently oh, cool. so a show That'd episode awesome. that will take people because last yeah studio insights we were talking about rise stuff mm. so i want to do a show episode but we just the thing is be patient people because we <laughs> um have to strip out the client stuff yeah but yes stay tuned um I just want to also say as well, like Hannah, you're appreciating your own work there as well because you were in the instructional designer for that. And it's the storytelling as well. The script is really important. So Mm. there's two elements. There's like you make Vic's life a lot easier um, by producing the quality of script that you do. So you do your human centered design approach. You write the storyboard. The storyboard is replicating the real world. Mm. and it's very practical and short sentences so all of your it's need to know information as well so by you being able to produce a script that can hit those elements means that it's easier for Vic to pick up and go okay I see what the intention is here I know what I need to communicate back and that's mm. how she's able to put mm. her skill set on top of yours so mm. it's a combined effort of doing really quality instructional design, which you do, and then Vic being able to take that and then bring it to life in the next level through the media output that she's choosing. So that's a team effort. So you've got to reflect on that as well.
2: Cute. It's like our partnership in Netball, Vic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heard you didn't win very many games.
2: <laughs> we were good, hey. We won the final one time.
1: <laughs> yeah. That
0: was a long time ago. We're about to win the final next week when we deliver these projects and the client is really, really happy with them. So you've already won. Now we have to make it awkward. We shouldn't make it awkward. Based on that conversation earlier, we should just accept that. Yes, well done. Uh, Okay. Satisfied, Hannah?
2: Yes, that was awesome. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Vic. Um, My question is, I think this would be useful just as a team to reflect, but also for people, I think they'll learn a lot from this. So it's kind of for (coughs) both of you. Um, So we have had, I'd say the tempo has been like up in kind of client projects. So we've had two large projects going on and the client, when we first engaged on them, They were like, are you going to be able to do this in six weeks? And we were like, well, we wouldn't commit if we couldn't kind of thing. So we had two large projects and then we've had like other projects alongside. So we've had probably managing between, I think about six or seven projects in the last two months between the three of us and delivering them all on time. All clients are very satisfied and emailing us outside of like what they need to to just share their appreciation for Mm. what we've been producing um it doesn't appear to have been stressful uh in terms of like we're not grinding and have like we're just doing our work hours it's not like we're grinding all night to meet deadlines or anything um where you know there's lots of moving parts in these projects like we're relying on each other you know to someone's working in rise then we need to make a change in a beyond thing and like there's lots of moving parts because we've got posters and we've got emails going like it's there's not just an e-learning module being created There are like lots of things we got voiceover artists so we're working with us but then we've got subcontractors as well um so what do you think has led to the success and smooth sailing of our operations in the last couple of months <clears throat> oh. You
1: go big. <laughs> We never know who goes first. Um, I think a big part of it is having good communication. Mm. Um, like we always make sure we send like detailed handovers. Our calendar invites are always really detailed. We're always like available to each other on Skype. Um, if we need to check in about anything, like it's very easy to, mm. if we're not sure of something, it's very easy to find out what we need to be doing. So we're not like wasting time or stressing about things we don't understand because we know that we can ask each other. Um, Mm. But in saying that, it's not like, I don't think it's like in an annoying way either, like we're not taking up all of each other's time asking 50 million questions because the handovers are usually so clear, like it might only be one thing every (laughs) three emails where Mm. you might need to check in. Um, So I think that helps a lot because we know exactly what we need to be doing Mm. and we're not wasting time trying to understand poorly written or poorly communicated tasks Mm. Um, and like along with that as well it's like we all know where each other is at with things like we do kind of keep each other up to date Mm. enough so that we're not I don't know I feel like I'm not usually sitting there being like I don't know what's going on with this or that like I know Mm. where things are at yeah Um, so I think that's a big part of it how do we do Um, that Well, I feel like it is like through calls, emails Mm. and Skype. Like there's always enough context and stuff in Mm. the messages we send, Mm. I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think as well, like it's nice, I know in our project management plan, you can see what's coming up as well. mm -hmm. I find that useful. Yeah,
1: that's true. Mm. Because
0: sometimes I'm like, what part of the project are we in? (laughs) like calm down that's happening next week it's scheduled Mm.
1: like we're just focusing
0: on this one right now so that's good yeah
1: and I think like the days we work together as well helps because even if I'm working on since we do all work on like different parts of the same projects like I might be working on a different project to what you two are talking about but Mm. just like being there when you discuss it we're all on the same page still even though Mm. we might not all be like focusing our work on it at that specific time Mm. Yeah, so I think that's been good, um, and I think that we do like all care about the work we're doing as well. Like we're not hand, oh. <laughs> I don't think we're like hand- <laughs> handing over things to each other that are rubbish. Like we're like making sure that we're producing yeah, would <laughs> <good> probably <quality> work <laughs> for the next person to take on because it is like handing stuff back and forth all the time, um, and I think it would be a lot harder if. Was was a, a, a weak link. But, <laughs> <laughs> a <week later. laughs> Who is the weakest link? <laughs> um. But yeah, I think it is partly that. Like when we get tasks, it's like you are actually doing the task you're meant to do. It's not like you're trying to fix up fifty thousand other things that mm. could have been done and weren't. Like we're making sure we get yeah stuff done, mm-hmm. which I guess comes down to scheduling as well. Like we've given ourselves enough time to get what we need to get done. Yeah, done, so that we can then just hit like pass it on. And it's mm. not things aren't getting delayed or we're not having to scramble and work overtime. I think. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I think scheduling, like good scheduling, good communication, and like caring about what we're producing, has yeah. made them successful so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What do you guys think?
2: Um, I agree with like what you've said. So I think like the project management template has been like so useful that we use. Cause I like for my projects, I check in every morning and just see where things are at. So that's been really helpful. Um, I think definitely Skype, like you said, like just having that constant communication and like, I know you and I, Victoria will like talk about tasks or help each other. Like if you're working on something and you're like, I need inspiration, like you'll send it through to me and I'll do the same to you. And I think that's been really helpful. Um, Yeah, I think like the calendar invites, which is part of the project management, like just how like clear everything is and how the task has been like set out and you know exactly what you need. The project tracking spreadsheet. So we are clear on what file we're using. We're not looking around for like what file. So for anyone who doesn't know, like we list the most recent file for every project that we have. So we know if we're working on that project, we use the most recent file. Um, And I think for me, like the planning template, like I've used that for every task and it's just been like a nice way to keep track of what I'm doing what could potentially go wrong what questions do I need to ask and it makes my handover a lot easier because I just go through my planning template Mm. make sure that everything's covered so yeah I think that's
0: probably why yeah yeah is there anything that you guys uh suggest or suggest that we improve on or have recognized gaps in how we're working that we should consider figuring out?
2: I think I don't, yeah, it's just like some projects do take longer than what we estimate, but I think we're getting better over time. Like that's probably been, the problems for me in the past where I can't get it done within the task time. But I think recently it's been good, like the past couple of weeks or so it's the times have been right. So I think it is about just recording exactly how long things take and using that into the future and knowing that sometimes it might go over or under, but just getting that average, right?
0: Mm. Well, I think what's changed in the most recent ones is clearer expectations Mm -hmm. of the task itself. And not making assumptions of I need to do Mm. this as part of if the task says QA what is the expectations or what are the expectations of delivering QA and is this a subtask or not and if you're not clear seeking to understand if that is Mm. because then we go oh no we're not doing that for this particular project so I think that's probably where you're noticing Mm, so could improvements be improvements yeah. from previous mm. time to like we've had a discussion around that and now we've implemented it for this busy yeah time.
2: yeah yeah definitely like around proofing like I know in the past I was proofing things that didn't need to be proofed mm. and that put on like took hours and then it was hours again to undo it all and yeah it was it wasn't scoped yeah it wasn't Scoped. yeah so I think situations
0: like that are getting a bit
2: better like we're getting more clear I think you're right yeah
0: Any improvements from this specific, because we like basically what we're working through at the moment with these projects is we're actually executing on a lot of things that we've said we want to improve in the past. And now we're in there like let's experiment and see if those improvements actually have been helpful. So is there anything else just from this particular period in the last six weeks that come to mind?
1: think i have anything like no, i don't yeah. want to jinx it but i feel like things have been like, going <laughs> <Yeah>. really smoothly <laughs> yeah, they have been though because i remember cool. thinking I, like i was kind of nervous because we had we hadn't had like as many client projects at once mm. in a little while and then we we're like <laughs> we we're fully booked or whatever for however long it is and it was just like when i was looking the calendar it was like every single day <laughs> like client house client like back to back and it was all like hand this over to this person then you get this back like it was very if anything had have gone like over time it would have been stressful but (laughs) it's been chill
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's interesting because even I like we sat down and had a chat as a team we're like tempo is going to change like we are 100 percent capacity for the next whatever but and I was like expecting it to be like but it feels like so peaceful and like even like I'm just like like you fucking look at our calendars and it's like (laughs) like people are like what is that but um like every day I just feel so peaceful and I'm Mm -hmm. like oh okay move to the next day like wake up I'm not waking up and being like oh my god we got shit to do I'm just like oh get in get done deliver it's yeah Yeah. really nice well well done everyone (laughs) that's that's so good because that is a reflection of like everything that we talk about and put it in place like and just i don't know like organize it. well we work with clients that struggle with these things and then i'm like oh it's like a simple thing like you just need it mm. you just need to follow the process or you just need to like mm-hmm. clarify expectations and like i just think we're um like a evidence of what is possible for like a <laughs> cohesive and productive <laughs> and well-oiled organization so yeah go us (laughs) anything else thanks for sharing I was curious to know um could we be doing what it's good to know what's working and what's helping you in your role and then what we can improve on as well but it sounds like we're in a good space right now do you have anything Kim that we could do
2: differently to support your you and your role Um, the authentic thing she's like
0: i got but <laughs> oh, i'm looking for the truth within <laughs> no no nothing not even one ounce of anything is coming to mind what comes to mind is like you guys are like seeking to understand your clarifying assumptions, you're really good at like managing the projects, the handovers are so clear. Um, knowing what's happening in the projects, the communication is all excellent. And when I reflect on, is there anything that you could do differently? I'm like, no. What comes to mind is make sure that I'm I'm meeting that level too, so that we're all contributing because that because I'm reaping the benefits of like when you guys send me a handover it's like so clear and it's just such a breath of fresh air because it's like this is all the steps I've taken this is what's been achieved this is what's required of you Kim here's some things that have been we've been holding on to throughout the project so it's so clear and it makes my life so much easier mm. so it's making sure that I am also creating that experience as my contribution to the team back for you because it does work for me so well so keep doing you you're role modeling well
1: when i said weak link i was talking about
0: you (laughs) okay what would you like me to do i'm just (laughs) kidding i'm just thinking of myself we be all because we're all like, insecure. "No." Um, well, there you go. Do you have? Do you want me to do anything differently? No, I'm happy. Well said. Okay, end of the video. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, wouldn't I? <laughs> we should Hannah, do, do your
2: insights where you have to say who the weakest link is, and they drop out of the call. <laughs> <laughs> the week. Who's <laughs> the weakest link of this week? <laughs> Or we could get
0: someone to (laughs) host (laughs) it. Okay, now we're just like talking nonsense. Hannah, do you have any feedback you'd like to share to me before we end this video?
2: Uh, No, I think it's been going really well. Happy? Satisfied?
0: Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, uh, for watching. There's a lot in this. I think you need to save it. You're probably going to watch it again. like The things that we talk about work and they make your life easier. And I know personally for me, like I don't wake up going, fuck, I got to work. Like, It's just like, I'm doing life and I'm doing life with people that I like and I'm working on things that I like too. And a lot of the stuff that we share in this video makes that possible. So it's possible for us, it's possible for you as well. So go out there and be unapologetically and authentically you. What's up awesome human? Thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of myself and the Bell Vista Studios team for continuously choosing to learn with us. We really appreciate it. If the tips and the insights and the context resonate with you and you want to take your skills to the next level or you want to make your life way easier, you will love our Creator Hub. The Creator Hub is a place for people like you and us. Basically it's the stuff that we use internally at Bell Vista Studios and then we just share it publicly with you. The Creator Hub is created by instructional designers for instructional designers. And what you'll love there at the moment is we've got a quiz. Could I be a better instructional designer that has so much tips in the feedback if you're interested in human-centered design or just taking your skills to the next level in terms of the solutions you're creating, the problems you want to solve. But in there as well, aren't we cute that's us um but we've got the coaching courses freebies give us gratitude and also we've got some templates and basically they're always around the lens of learning experience design instructional design and e-learning so a human-centered design focus is very much what we're about at Bell Vista Studio. So putting your learners at the heart of a solution and creating something for their needs. So there's the human-centered design stuff and then we've also got the business stuff. So this is the stuff they don't teach you about when you want to become a freelancer or a consultant in the instructional design world. So go check it out. The link is in the description. You can check out everything that is available for you. Thank you for choosing to learn with us. Continuously invest in your skills. You will be rewarded as an instructional designer, share this stuff, share it with other people, because when we are better instructional designers, we create better solutions that create better humans that create a better world. So we have a very important role and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have an awesome day.